Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Doc, how are you? I'm good. Okay, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell on myself here. It is the weirdest thing. I go to the gym to exercise. Mm-hmm. Like, everything I do in there, it's to basically wear myself out so I'm not such a psychopath at work. Yes. And yet, I will drive around for a minute looking for the closest spot to the door. God forbid I'd walk across a parking lot when I'm going inside to run and lift weights and God knows what else, but I want to park close to the door. What a moron. I yeah, am. that's stupid. It is. Thank you. I never. You w- don't have to pile no, on. I just pull in and I don't care mm-hmm. where I park. Okay. I admit it's weird. When I get in there, I'm like, well, I don't even know why I did that. Like, what's the point? Like, a few extra steps are going to kill me? I mean, I'm... As you go to the treadmill? Yeah, I think I'm going to get sweaty. <laughs> exactly, as I'm going to the treadmill. Exactly right. Anyway, Doc, I'm an idiot. So How are I you? Have pac- I have, well, yeah, I have patients to ask after surgery for handicap tags, and for a lot of them, I don't want them to have them because I want them to walk. It's oh. actually good for them. There you go. And so I encourage them, hey, go park far out in the parking lot, walk to the store. That's good therapy for you. I saw a dude the other day at the gym. He parked as close as you could to Rodney Perron just so he could. Oh. He would walk that whole, yeah. basically the length of the parking lot. That's smart. I'm like, yeah, yeah. makes sense. Pretty good. Getting the workout in. Hey, um, while we're talking about the yes. workouts, can I ask? Sure. All right, so I'm working out the other day. Are and, you talking about your injury? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And I get this dull. Oh, I'm so old. Well, somebody may be uh, listening. It's the same thing. You're dull. Go a ahead. dull ache, like in the middle of my arm between my shoulder and and my elbow. It was almost like I almost felt like did I crack? You know my the bone in there. What what, what is this dull ache? Well, it went is away, it but throughout the, the day is, it was during is, while I was working it, out. I was trying to answer you. And, and during the day, over your bicep or your over your bicep or your tricep. It's in the middle, like in the middle of the arm, almost uh, down deep. Like I said, like it felt like I cracked a bone in there. And then later in the day, that pain went away, but it moved into my elbow, and now it's like uh, my elbow. Hurts. On the front, like on the front where it bends, or on the back where it has a, a knot on the elbow? Well, in the I don't middle. Know. I, I took two a leave, and so now I don't feel the pain to explain it All to right. you. This is a dumb, dumb con. <laughs> Why are we having this You're asking me to try to make it. you got to give me more, Wes. All right. I'll, 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 I'll get it's off probably, the leave. It's probably a, a tricep strain, if I had to guess. When's the last time That's you had it? That's what I was it? doing. I was doing bench. Well, duh. Yeah, let's use some common sense here. I didn't know it was a tricep strain, and why would it hurt so deep in my arm like that? You weren't using your biceps, so why would it be a bicep strain? I thought it broke my arm. I'm trying to tell you it was like a dull ache, you know, like I cracked something in there. You know what a dull ache is? Listen to you complain about your injuries as an old man. Doc, um, do we have any actual injuries that we want to talk about? Because I'm going to talk about AI otherwise. Oh, wait, I got a question here from the audience. If you want to send one in, by the way, you can send it to our text line, 661-1037. You can call and talk to the doctor on the phone at 661-1037. It's free medical advice today. And then you can also uh, hit us up on Asher Record Life and Feedback. Eric says, will you ask the doc if PRP injections can heal a completely torn labrum? Those are platelet-rich plasma injections for those who don't know. What do you say, doc? Uh, I would say I wouldn't say 100% no, but I don't find that they're very helpful um, for labral tears. And I just tried one for my wife in her hip, and it didn't do anything for her. What do you use plasma for generally? Yeah, so so what you do is right, you you pull off blood and then you spin it down and trying to get like the white blood cells to help increase the healing response in that area. Um, the problem is is like the data is kind of all over the place on that. I'm not against it. I just there's not it's kind of a lot of mix. There's some studies that say it can be helpful and there's a lot of studies that say it's not helpful. And so insurance doesn't pay for it, so it's out of pocket. And so I struggle with 
making somebody pay out of pocket for something that may or may not work. And the studies are kind of okay on, um, there's different opinions out there on it. We're still early on in the process of understanding, like getting an injectable to, to heal something. So I kind of describe it to people. Like if I take some cells and I inject them, like think about like the room that you're in, right? You have the floor, you have the ceiling, you have your walls and you throw some cells in there that can turn into the floor. They can turn into the ceiling. They can turn into the walls, but they're not given any instructions on what to do. How do you know that those cells are going to go to the spot that you want them to go to and heal the labrum, or I described on the floor, like they're going to actually fix the tile that's broken on the floor, how they're not going to go to the ceiling and grow ceiling tiles or go to the wall and grow new drywall, right? You so tell we, them on the front end where you want them to go. Hey, listen, here's where I need you to go. You can't, but you can't. Oh. That's the problem. Okay. Um, and so you're injecting something in and hoping they heal what you want them to heal and don't go to, like, try to heal something else, right? So the studies, we, we, we don't have a way to genetically modify, give a signaling pathway to those cells to tell them what was not allowed in the United States. And that's why in Europe you have a little more advancement in terms of injectable stem cells than what we do in the United States because we can't genetically modify or get a signaling pathway to those cells to tell them what to do. Mm. Got a couple questions on the text line for Dr. O'Malley. One, uh, degenerative... Degenerator- Degenerative? Yes. Disc disease. Any remedies or fixes? Yeah, unfortunately, that's like wear and tear, right? Just wear and tear of the spine, just like like that would be essentially equivalent to like cartilage loss or arthritis in a knee. Anti-inflammatory therapy works really well. Um, people kind of like to discount it, but it's really you get your muscles stronger around your, your back. It can really help. Um, there's injections you can try, and then... Um, there is better data now on like disc replacements. Uh, we actually replace the disc, um, and then the final option is the disc fusion or the fusion, where you actually take that disc out and fuse the two bones together. Next up, ask the doc how he feels about the MACI procedure. Is that the Mackey procedure? Yeah, Macy. Macy. Um, so Macy's great. I love it. I do it very often. I do a lot of Macy's um, in the right patients for it. And so what Macy is is it's for somebody who has like a full thickness cartilage defect, right? They have a defect in their knee of, of, a, of no cartilage in a spot. And so what we can do is we can go in their knee, we can take cartilage from their knee where they don't need it, and we send it to the lab in Boston, and Boston grows those cells out and puts them back on a sheet. They send us the sheet back. We actually put those cells back into their knee in the defect, and it grows that cartilage into that, that cartilage defect that they have. It's great. Um, I do multiples every month um but you got to find the, you got to pick the right patients and then you also have to look at other variables like their alignment so i like to describe my patients you think about a tire that's out of alignment right it's going bald so what if you just put new tread on the tire that's like adding new cartilage to your knee you need to change the alignment too so it doesn't wear out again and so for me i, I also do a lot of osteotomies in terms of realigning knees so that they don't wear out the cartilage again um that we're putting new cartilage in Talking to Dr. O'Malley from UAMS on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Got a question here from Steve. Steve, you're on with the doc. What's up? Uh, thanks. Hi, Dr. O'Malley. Uh, sort of geriatric question here. I'm 69. And uh, actually, I've been wanting to call in for a while when I was here on uh, the radio there with, uh, with the guys. With, uh, I've been dislocating my shoulder since I was in my 20s where it popped out. And, um, you know, it's excruciating pain when it does. Then I set it back in, and then it's sore for 
weeks on end because I guess I stretch everything out. Then it gets a little better. Um, and so, actually, I, I think I had an appointment at your clinic there to, to have it looked at to my doctor that recommended y'all. But, and now I have carpal tunnel. Sorry to switch on you here in my left hand. It's like, uh, I know I'm 69, but I've never had carpal tunnel before, and that was incredibly uh, painful there for a while. I've been wearing a brace for a week. So anyway, I'll shut up and listen to you, please. Thank you. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, so the show. Uh, the doc, shoulder, let me recap. Uh, Steve's going to hell in a handbasket, Doc. What can you do for him? <laughs> yeah, no, I am. Just ask my Steve wife. just has a few birthdays, and that's okay. That's what we take care of. Um, and so um, shoulder, there's some things you can do for that. Therapy, shots, um, and depending on how much wear and tear, um, there are some arthroscopic surgeries that can be helpful. If there's too much cartilage loss in the shoulder and it's failed all those other things, the shoulder replacement may be reasonable for you. Um, and then in terms of the carpal tunnel, carpal tunnel, yes, it's extremely frustrating and it's extremely painful. If it doesn't get better with the bracing, you can try a shot, but surgery is really easy um, and very quick recovery. My wife had carpal tunnel um, a couple years ago and she drove herself home from surgery because uh, my partner did it wide awake. Um, she actually got to watch the surgery, um, and she drove herself home because she didn't have to have any, any anesthesia. So that's actually, of the two problems, the much easier one to take care of is actually the carpal tunnel over the shoulder that's dislocating. That's great, great. Yeah. Well, um, it's crazy the uh, partner did it, not you. She didn't trust you? Well, there's like, aren't there like HIPAA I'm not, like, I'm, legal deals? No, I'm, but no, I'm not operating. No, but I don't do carpal tunnel. So we yeah. have hand surgeons, and that's all they do. So that's what they're really good at. And just like I'm really good at shoulders, hips, and knees, um, they're really good at hands and elbows. If, you're, if your kid had a knee issue, would you operate on your kid? Uh, no. Hmm. But I have partners that I'd have operate on my kid. Uh, you may need to do some brain surgery on this one. Bobby Joe's on the line. What's up, buddy? Mm, hey, man, let me talk about six months ago. I fell on my damn kneecap. That poor guy, I thought I was going to die and kill her. Got a breakdown on it last Monday. My sister's in the St. Petersburg, Florida. Bobby Joe, I can't make out much of what you're saying. You're Fell on his knee, kneecap. I got that part. Yeah. yeah, broke his knee. Did you think you broke your kneecap? Yeah, I think I did, man, but I ain't done nothing about it. It hurts all the time. Last what? week, my sister's in St. Petersburg, Florida, and she said this guy's down there selling this cream that's unbelievable. Hmm. She brought me some back. It smells like Pepto-Bismol, but I've used it every morning and every night for four straight days, and my damn knee don't hurt no more. Hmm. That's it's going to fix things forever. Yeah, so. Must be that dope cream. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I've never seen nothing like it, y'all. I'm like a new man. Well, listen up, Bobby Joe, on the on the uh, radio. Doc's going to tell you about it. Go ahead, Doc. So, Volterran gel is great. It's called Diclofenac. It's a generic name. It used to be prescription strength and ridiculously expensive. It's over the counter now, and it's awesome. Um, you can buy it in any pharmacy. It's like $10 for a tube. Uh, you can buy it here, uh, and I have patients use it all the time, and particularly for somebody who can't take oral anti-inflammatories that bothers your stomach. This won't bother your stomach. You can rub it on the joint wherever it's bothering you four times a day, and it's a really, really helpful option um, instead of having to take a pill for pain like you're having. What's it called? Voltaren, V-O-L-T-A-R-E-N. Um, Diclofenac's the generic name. You can buy it. Every pharmacy carries it now. Okay. Um, Just so Bobby Joe is clear, you rub it on a joint four times a day. Yeah. It's yes. good, Wes. Yeah, um, up to four times a day, yeah. He's not trying to anti-inflame certain things, Wes. He knows what he's doing. Uh, Doc, listen, there's been a lot of talk about AI. Now they're talking about having AI commentary at Wimbledon. I mean, we're all going to get replaced in the next five years. We better enjoy the ride while we can. I'm 
coming up on 20 years. Apparently, that's all they're going to give me. Let me ask you about not AI, but AR, augmented reality. Smart glasses are wearable devices that enhance how people interact with the world around them. And apparently, 25% of U.S. surgeons are using these glasses during operations. Is that something that goes on in your line of work? I think that number is probably very high, the 25%. But, yes, we're seeing it more and more. Um, and so, like, shoulder replacements is a great example. There was never a good way to help get the shoulder replacement in a really good position. And so they've essentially created this augmented reality where you can wear glasses, so you can actually see the x-rays of the patient, and then it'll actually show you when you're looking at the patient exactly where to put your pin um, to to center your center your shoulder replacement exactly where it needs to go. Yeah, so there's some really cool options to actually help the surgeon in surgery. Then there's the other op- the way that we, we're seeing it used is where, like, let's say somebody across the country wants me to help them do a surgery. I can't be there, so I can wear glasses, they can wear glasses, and I can see what they're doing and help guide them through the surgery. Uh, hey, I would do this, or and, and so, and then they can see, or I could, like, be drawing on a computer screen, and they can see what I'm showing them to do. So it's a really good training tool, too, um, so surgeons, because, I mean, it's hard to, uh, there's some specialists around the country you'd love to be able to train with, but get to spend time with them. May not your schedules may not work, so it's a really good way for people to, to doctors to be able to teach each other um, through these augmented reality classes. That is wild, uh, Doctor O'Malley. I appreciate it very much. UAMS health slash orthopedics, um, three locations around Central Arkansas, and you can make same or next day appointment five zero one five two six ten forty six. Doc, appreciate it. We'll talk in a couple weeks. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. All right, that is. Dr. Larry O'Malley, 1148.